This is a Federal News Network podcast. Nearly every agency technology modernizing effort runs into the same hill, how to replace legacy code, often code written decades ago in obsolete languages. Now the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, has launched a project to discover ways to replace this code incrementally but steadily. Here with the details, the program manager in DARPA's Information Innovation Office, Dr. Sergey Bratis. Dr. Bratis, good to have you on. Uh, thank you. Uh, great to be here. And let's start with what it is that you see as the methodology, because what I've heard over the years is either just recode everything, start over, or somehow translate the code into new code, which makes it blossom into many, many more lines of code. And it just seems like this stuff persists no matter what people try to do. So what is the new methodology? First and foremost, uh, the size of software is, is bound to grow. Uh, we want to automate more and more complex behaviors. And so uh, that means more software. Now, uh, the second point uh, is that replacing software is not so easy at all. Imagine a large system. Imagine a system of many components that continually talk to each other. Now, how do you replace uh, the entirety of that without stopping? Some systems uh, in our infrastructure, such as the power grid, you can never hope to stop completely. You can uh, only replace it piecemeal and with very small pieces. But therein lies a problem. When you're replacing code in a component, your concern is not only about that particular component and what it does, but also about how it interoperates with the rest of the system. So it's not just the million lines of code or maybe several lines of code within that million lines that you want to update. It's also all the other millions of lines in all the other components that uh, you need to somehow account for interactions with. And this is really the challenge. You've got a program called VSPELS, which stands for Verified Security and Performance Enhancement of Large Legacy Software. And what would that do if you get this to uh, operate? It addresses some of the missing capabilities that uh, we uh, uh, must address. Uh, in order to be able to replace a software incrementally. I mentioned understanding or the need to understand the interactions of uh, a component with other components. But with a large code base, your very first question is, what are the components? How do you identify them? Sometimes it's not actually an easy task to understand what the modular structure of the system is. Then, sometimes uh, you want to replace just one particular part of it. Uh, Sometimes you want to move uh, that particular part of it uh, to new hardware and take advantage of the better or faster or more secure hardware. And uh, that's another challenge. Finally, it's always a risk uh, when you're replacing software, when you're editing software. The software that you have running on an infrastructure system has been tested in its entirety. Now, you make any small change, how do you assure uh, that the small change doesn't break uh, the entirety? You need automated support for understanding of the software that you have and its behaviors, and you want to protect the human making the changes from the typical errors that humans do when they program. It's easy to 
uh, in fact, uh, just uh, look at the line of code, believe it does what you mean it to do, and not see that it's doing something completely different. Automation is needed to address all of these uh, challenges, and vSpells aims to provide the automatic analysis tools uh, to help all of these. We're speaking with Dr. Sergey Bratis. He's program manager in the Information Innovation Office at DARPA. And so how will you get vSpells to work? Are you looking for industry help? Tell us the nature of this program that you have going. This is a combination of fundamental research. There are hard fundamental research questions uh, waiting to be addressed here. But it needs to work for the industry because software is mostly written in industry. Uh, so, yes, we're looking for industry involvement and industry connection uh, with some of the fundamental research, promising fundamental research that is happening uh, in these software areas. So if I'm the IRS and I've got my however many millions of lines of assembly code that I've been trying for 30 years to replace and can't, I'm going to have to probably wait a little longer before vSpells gives me the operational tool I need? We aim to produce real tools. Uh, however, it takes time. Uh, we don't, uh, at this point, exactly know what these tools would need to do. And uh, we need better theories on how they will operate. But this is exactly what DARPA does. And why have so many previous attempts by many agencies to get rid of legacy code failed? Just because of the challenges you outlined that are they totally insurmountable? They are hard uh, mathematical problems. They are hard engineering problems. So uh, breakthroughs are definitely needed in uh, the theory of how we construct our tools. But very often, it's not economical to get rid of legacy code because legacy code represents a huge investment of labor and expertise that uh, previous generations of programmers uh, may have made. So your question uh, could be not how to replace it, but how to enhance it and how to make it so that your enhancement would be safe or, as we say, safely composable with the rest of the system. There are places in code, as any programmer knows, that are safe to change, especially when the software has been constructed in a nice and modular way. And there are places that are troubled that are very unsafe to change because the changes there could cascade throughout the behaviors of the system. So understanding the software and telling the first situation from the second is very important. So many of these legacy systems are subject to regular updating and functionality changes, say the tax code changes or eligibility for some program changes. So people are in it a lot and fiddling with it a lot and yet it doesn't seem to break it. So replacing it, though, then seems to be just a step beyond simply updating it or keeping it current with whatever the program requirements are. That's right. But there are several different scenarios here. In one scenario, there is a, a local problem. Typically, security problems are of that kind. Security vulnerabilities are of that kind. And essentially, you forgot to check something. You forgot to check, for example, that a number is within certain bounds. So you add that check, and the functionality of the rest of the system may or may not change. You may have uh, misunderstood what check you were missing in the first place. But this is a problem of local changes. When you are enhancing software, changing its function, that's a different and harder problem. 
because now your functional change may propagate to other modules or might have to be done across modules in a synchronized fashion. That is a harder analysis problem. And uh, people really don't have a good handle on how to do this without extremely extensive uh, testing. And that testing might take months. Uh, and sometimes, uh, if a system is high assurance, it might take years. So our goal is to introduce the necessary automation to make it happen within weeks, if possible. Sometimes it could even happen within days. This system then could scale such that it would continuously replace with all of these checks and balances and reassurances happening automatically so that you could actually have an end horizon to have new code. That is correct. And what we call this is a safe uh, patterns of composition. You compose new code with the system, sometimes even a running system. And the method of your composition and the tooling for your composition, and this is where we get to the heart of the program, uh, what we call the domain-specific languages, higher-level languages that abstract the details. This method might allow you to write just one line where you had to write hundreds. And with that one line, it would be easier to check it, harder to make mistakes, and easier to merge it with the running system using special tooling or automation than in the legacy ways. And the broad agency announcement is closed now, so you are in the state of waiting for people to respond? Uh, That is correct. In fact, uh, the proposals have been submitted. So you're in source selection. These would be for contracts or grants? Contracts primarily. All right. Well, let's hope it comes out well. When would you expect something to be known at this point? This is four-year program, I expect tools considerably improving the state of the art to start appearing after the first year when it starts. And uh, I hope to accomplish uh, demonstrations on real systems by the end of it. Dr. Sergey Bratas is program manager in the Information Innovation Office at DARPA. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. We'll post this interview along with a link to more about the V-Spells program at federalnewsnetwork.com slash federaldrive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you taken care of. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.